Hi, and welcome to the Bin Min Podcast. We know that the Christian life can be hard to figure out, but we also believe that everyone should know the next step for making their spiritual life more important to them. I'm Pops. I'm Dave. And I'm Bob. We have entitled this Bin Min series on soul care, when life is tough. So we're going to be tackling some sin and suffering issues that can make life for us and our friends, very challenging. But um, today, we want to focus on how to make good decisions, or how do we discover God's will for our lives? Um, like when Dave is going to realize, oh, actually, mayonnaise is bad for me. I don't make that mayonnaise. <laughs> Why don't we talk about your obsession with K-pop? <laughs> okay, come on. Um, but is it so, good for you? I, like, I, I, I think I you dis- wear... I have decisions I need to make about my life. Yeah. So I need your guys to, you guys to help me today. So welcome to Behind the Scenes on Ben Min. <laughs> Let's land the plane and somebody... Please. We gotta launch this plane, man. We can't yeah. land it. We gotta get why off the Why tracks. don't you go ahead and somebody define what spiritual discernment sure. actually means? Spiritual discernment is knowing God's will in particular circumstances. So ultimately, it's it's um, determining what God's will involves concerning biblical wisdom and the ability to distinguish truth from error, uh, primarily based on having an intimate relationship with God. Let me put a question to you that I was asked one time by somebody who's really struggling, and it was, a, it was a hard decision for them. And they said, I don't understand. I'm a Christian. Why doesn't God just lay out everything for us once we get saved so that we know exactly every step that we should take? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I've thought that before. I probably talked to friends about that before. I, man, so God doesn't have a just like lily pad approach to our lives where we just jump from one thing to another and like he's obligated us to make that clear but he has given each of us a spiritual gift to use Mm -hmm. he's given us his indwelling holy spirit like god doesn't want us to simply function as it or him for us is just like the information center of our lives um is not he's not going to just map out our entire life's journey through some technique and that's you know bad on us if we just want that because ultimately we just want control of our life. We yeah. just want to know yeah. the future instead of knowing the person of God and follow his guidance and depend on him. So instead, God is more interested, here's the point, in creating an intimate relationship with us where we lean on him daily yeah. and we lean on him for strength and we lean on him for guidance and see that he really does provide. That's way better than knowing what's going to happen every day of my life for the rest of my life. Yeah, and I think that gets to the issue of if we're going to lean on him every single day, we need to have an intimate relationship with him. Mm-hmm. What does an intimate relationship with God look like? It's it's the same big three over and over again. Increasing faith reading, in God, writing, writing and arithmetic. arithmetic. <laughs> Thank you for tuning into the Ben <laughs> Podcast. Yeah, that's right. Joke never gets old. <laughs> we mean to have no subscribers or supporters. Yeah, there you go. This is why no one's donating. <laughs> yeah. so every time Bob no, Can we land this plane so, again? <laughs> so it's the big three. Um, God uh, has given us a very, fortunately, a very clear prescription for it. Um, number one, in increasing faith in God, and I say increasing because that kind of combats that idea of the staticness. Oh, I have the same faith today as I did 25 years ago. Well, that, that's not how that was designed. That's not how any relationship yeah. is designed. It will continue to evolve and grow, mm-hmm. indicator number one. Two, an utter and continuous reliance on the word 
So a constant retreat to it, that's our source of truth. That's his word embodied and given that we can refer to all the time. Mm -hmm. And then third, a constant submission of ourselves to the Holy Spirit because he will lead, he will guide, um, and it's up to us to continue to eagerly follow where he leads. I think that's that's super. I think that actually kind of leads us into talking about some of the resources that we do have as Christians Mm -hmm. to make important decisions to discover God's will for our life. Does anybody want to start us off? Do you with have that? Th- three points? Three, I, three, I have three points. Actually, I have four. Okay, and you well, can, then you I got will, nothing to say. Join me in this. I got nothing to join say. Join me in this today. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I do think we have four resources um, for making decisions because I don't want us to think that, like, this is just the mushy, gushy world of do whatever you want or something like that. Um, so, yeah, our four, our four resources that God's given us for making the decisions are the Bible, the Holy Spirit, prayer, and a godly lifestyle. So, I'll kick us off. First resource is the Bible. Um, when we obey Scripture's commands and Scripture's principles, we're in step with God's thoughts. We're, we're in step with his ways. And we're also able to hear his voice more clearly. So, in fact, when the Bible talks about God's will, it's usually referring to his moral will. Yeah. Like what he wants us to do to, to do. obey him, not just kind of any old decisions. Like, do I buy the red car or the blue car? By the way, buy the red car. <laughs> I presume that's what he wanted. No, probably to actually probably buy the blue car because it's better for insurance, right? It Don't does you, go isn't up. Isn't that with, a thing? Where like yeah, if you I have a red know. car, old wise tale probably. Yeah. Um, and so if you run an insurance State, company, State Farm's going to let us still know in the comments. You the nose for any, it doesn't um, matter. In most, so, I can drive fast in every color, Bob. <laughs> yeah, you can. Yeah. Um, but in most cases, like the Bible is going to help make God's will obvious, especially yeah. morally. Like, what should I be doing? But at other times, the answer is going to be obscure. You know, it's or it's going to be tough to know how do I apply it in this situation um it makes me think of the dating world like hey like this is a really maybe i'm um, guy like this is a really wonderful young woman i know it's god's will for me to to be dating a christian and i want to have discernment but should i push forward with her should i not are there other yeah. issues you know and we need to be leaning on the lord for that so um thankfully like even though sometimes it's a little tough remember god never asks us to do things that he's not going to equip us to do or that do um kind of come into conflict with his word. Excellent. Excellent. So that's the Bible. So the Bible, the Bible's our first resource for decision-making. Number two, I would say the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. I mean, the Holy Spirit is the great illuminator, right? And, and fortunately, if you are saved, you are indwelt by the Holy Spirit. And, you know, as, as it's written in John, you know, God has given us his spirit of truth. So we can use Mm -hmm. the Holy Spirit kind of as a touchstone to, um, again, illuminate what, what is what. So, so if you're wondering, you know, is, uh, is this God's will? Is that God's will? Just recognize the spirit is constantly active and alive, working in your life and can, inform, and can and will inform your decisions. So this is where, again, a conversation maybe for another time, but when people talk about the, the Holy Spirit playing a role almost as a parallel conscience to you, sort of. Mm-hmm. It's like, you, you know, when, you, when you're given a spirit of peace by the spirit of truth, you know, th- these things come into alignment to go, okay, yep, this is in direct um, alignment with his word. I feel absolute peace from it. I've asked for the Spirit's guidance, and God will give you that. Mm. And you're asking for discernment. He will um, empower the Spirit to do that work. Yeah, I think it's really a sweet thing as you as we grow in our Christian spiritual lives, seeing the Holy Spirit show up in those ways. Sometimes it's very simple. Yes. Sometimes, like I felt before, like almost the Holy Spirit thing of like, "Hey, Bob, like, don't turn on the radio right now. Like, don't listen to your music right now. Like, take take a second. Like, I." I, I need you to just settle your thoughts and for me to be present with you. Like, you don't need more entertainment. You don't need more whatever. Sometimes it's that sort of thing. 
but most of the time, frequently, it's him using the first resource, the Bible, yes. to then rub that into our lives. So, um, Pops, Dad, you and I were talking a second ago before um, we started recording about our own journeys yeah. with being in God's Word on a regular like like basis, and then the Holy Spirit working through that. And man, I gotta say, when I was just starting figuring out, like, yeah, I should be reading the Bible every day. I learned that from other people in early high school. Yes. I was like, oh, I guess I'm supposed to do that as a Christian. And I started, and I had a little topical book um, about like uh, God's promises and instructions on various topics. That was just how I kind of started. And uh, I was like, it's gonna be too hard to wake up in the morning. Let me just do this before I go to bed each night. So I'd open it, you know, to the next section, read that page, and then go to bed. Multiple times in high school, something would happen during the day. Like for instance, I would get angry, you know, and slam my locker or like be frustrated with somebody. I can't imagine you angry. And then, <laughs> yeah, well, wait for it. Just wait, keep, sorry, sorry. 17 year old Bob. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah just angst. keep egging me on and you'll see what happens. No. And, um, that night I would just open to where the book bookmark was. And sure enough, the topic would be anger yes yes and it was like after that happened like two or three times i was like forget it i'm doing my devotions in the morning <laughs> oh because it's clear that the holy spirit wants to work in my life yes. and i'd rather hear his word ahead of time and apply it then have to ask for all that forgiveness i know bingo there you go i get yeah. it so yeah. there you go first resource bible second resource holy spirit um third resource yeah kind of third do it uh prayer we are crazy sometimes that we want god's direction but we forget to ask god mm-hmm. yeah um James 1 verse 5 uh, is a promise from God to give us wisdom when we ask, right? I have like, a particular connection to that verse. Yeah, you do. Is I that do. one of your tattoos? It is. Yeah, okay. I won't make you, you know, yeah, show it. Not, and but... you can't see it on the podcast anyway. So, <laughs> yeah. um, so as our faith matures, we're going to learn to seek God's will, not by just asking for what we want, but actually he's going to form us so that we want what he wants. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be in closer alignment with that too. So God often, he'll close a door. Um, but then he opens up other opportunities for us or he points us to truth or he gives us a good counselor or he leans on our spirit. And sometimes he just gives us freedom to choose, right? Either choice is going to honor him, but oftentimes he uses prayer to align us mm-hmm. with what he may want for us or to indicate, hey, you have freedom here. Go ahead yeah. and choose. This is, this is probably the most convicting one for me and it certainly combats those temptations toward like prosperity gospelism living, because it doesn't – what we're not saying is pray to God to give you the thing that you're asking for. Mm-hmm. Right. Because obviously God wants you to be happy. Mm-hmm. I don't see a verse that says mm-hmm. God wants you to be happy. I see that – Especially as, in a material sense. Especially in a material sense. Not that he won't give you blessing, but right. – We should um, be happy in him. Yeah, exactly. And so pr- praying for wisdom as you're saying, you know, sometimes when it doesn't go the way you expected or wanted is in fact exactly what you needed. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And that's, that speaks for itself. Yeah, and then that prayer can bump you in further alignment. So we've, talk, we've talked about the Bible. We've talked about Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. We've talked about prayer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you said that there were four. Yeah. Well, the fourth, again, I love that word sort of manifestation. We'll just say bringing it all together be, into the fourth point, which is actually living a Christ-like lifestyle. And the reason that deserves the point of emphasis is because the more that you follow Jesus in your lifestyle, the more confident, honestly, you become in your future decision-making because Mm -hmm. you're going to continue to be tested. And the more Mm -hmm. you're tested, the more opportunity you are given by God to submit that thing to him and then see him show up and be big. Yeah. Can I I share a verse about that? Sure. I love Romans chapter 12, the first couple (laughs) verses. And um, in Romans 12, 2, Paul says, 
don't be conformed to this world. Be transformed by the renewal of your mind. So that's huge, right? And we've yeah. talked about that before. But then he says that by testing, you may discern what the will of God is, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Right. And I do think there's a part that's mental discernment. Okay, what's God's Absolutely. will? But I think that's also testing through action. Yeah. Like, let me live this out. Take that and, test drive. And it, yeah, exactly. And uh-huh. it will display to me God's will uh-huh. really is good, pleasing, and perfect. Isn't it funny how so often... Oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, you mentioned test drive. And there's an old phrase from my generation. This is where the rubber meets the road. Yeah. And that's really when you're living out your faith that you get to see over Bingo. And over. Is that what you were well, going to say? Well, I, I was going to say just that, actually. Um, and, and to say this is one of Binman's biggest encouragements to you today, which is you got to get outside of a purely cerebral faith. Yeah. Yep. And spiritual experience. Like, at the end of the day, if you have a counselor, that counselor, if they are wise, will typically, yes, point you toward the word, point you toward prayer, point you to submit to the Holy Spirit and trust in God. But they'll also say, do this thing. That's why Bob at the end of every episode says, so what can you practically do this week? Because at the end of the day, man alive, if all of this just for you is some theological exercise or a cerebral endeavor, um, it's going to be real hard to see this thing actually like mm-hmm. have an impact. Mm-hmm. But by putting it together, walking it out, test driving it, rubber will meet the road and you'll see the consequences and go, oh, I can trust the Lord. He mm-hmm. did show up big. He was faithful. I wasn't sure of this thing. Um, and yeah, just like the verse, yeah, just like the verse you said in Romans twelve. And and the reverse side of that coin, I think, is also really important. Not only are you seeing God continuously in your life, guess who else is watching? Then it's actually visible to your community. It's a lifestyle evangelism, and yeah. we don't believe that that's the only evangelism you no. should be doing. But man, it does that's make an one. impact. Yeah, yeah, well, and, yeah. And, and to bring it around the barn for all of those pieces, but simply like when you keep following Jesus it's going to give you increasing confidence in the future decisions you're going to make. Amen. Amen. All three of us have seen that to be true. Amen. Well, we come to the portion of the podcast where I need to ask, so what? And we need to apply this and somehow practically. So how do we go about making good, godly decisions, guys? I'm just hoping Bob has a snappy <laughs> acronym for us. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, I'm not you, sure if he does. What do you know, I'm Dave? just playing Candy Crush over here. <laughs> yeah, on your phone. Thank you very much for that. Well, uh, maybe as you know, whereas you didn't, yeah, I think that there are six steps for decision-making. Um, yep. And conveniently, they spell the word decide. Man, you're so good at this. You ready for this? Somebody should pay you. Well, you're going to help me, all right? There you go. Um, okay, so they spelled decide. The first is define the issue. Know what you're actually deciding. Like, know what the available options are and discard any of the options that are just obviously outside of God's will. So, define the issue. Second, E, everyone asked. So, seek godly counsel, right? Talks a lot about that in Proverbs. From all the mature Christians that you need to and make sure to ask those who are willing to tell you the truth whether you like it or not. Right. Define the issue. Everyone asked. Can I interrupt just one time? Yeah. Um, I, I knew this incredibly godly guy at one time. Thank and, you, by the way. Uh, well, in fact, it was you as a <laughs> no, matter of fact. No, it was Dave. No, no. It was Dave. Who, no one who, who <laughs> took that piece of advice to an extreme and was asking 10 and 15 people, what do I do? Yeah. I think when you are yeah, seeking out like yeah, godly counselors, I think you only need about three or four people that you know that are mature Christians to seek. I mean, 
in a sense, you can ask so many people until you get the answer that you want to hear. Mm. But yeah. I, or you I, get locked up into indecision because of combating opinions. Exactly. Yeah, okay, I didn't mean to interrupt, yeah. I, and I know I'm kind of following up your rhythm, but that was just one point that I want listeners to yeah. know. You don't just keep asking and asking and asking until either you get the, the uh, uh, answer, answer you, want. you want or you get so confounded because you have so many choices. So yeah. but go good ahead. freedom, as we talked about before, for inter- intergenerational advice as well. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, so from Christian peers, yeah. but also Christian mentors. Yeah. Know, and that's something that's been huge for us. I so, think what Dad's, Dad's saying is just email him. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Thank you. That's, that's valid. And we know, right. we know <laughs> how that gives you count. If like, you want a 15 paragraph response, go for it. <laughs> that's exactly what <laughs> you mean. There's some good stuff in there. So everyone Third was C. What yeah. does C stand C for? C is Christ first. Man, <laughs> confess any sin that would desensitize you to God's leading yeah. and, and commit this decision to Christ. That's great. Maybe That's great. C should have been confess. Oh, no. I mean, no, it's no, really no. Both, I'm just kidding. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So you I'll pick up at four. So w- one was D, define the issue. Two, everyone asked E. C, Christ first. Um, there, that was third. I wish I could count. Fourth, <laughs> in time. This is the mm-hmm. patience element, knowing, oh. again, I'm probably the greatest offender at this table. Um, I want what I want, and I want it now. I live in the fast food ATM instant. I'm an Amazon Prime subscriber. Mm-hmm. If I want something, I want it here in 24 hours. Like, get me a drone or whatever I want right now. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for lunch. Um, but yeah, I think there's a necessary element, especially in this day and age. And whatever age or demographic you fall into who's listening to this, recognize you are not devoid of this. I am not devoid of this. They are not devoid of this. Oftentimes... We struggle to believe that it's going to take time um, for the Lord to act or make his will clear to us. It may, it may be in a huge miraculous revelation, and it may take months of prayer, fasting, supplication, community. So be patient. Mm. That's fourth in time. I. Fifth is D, decide. Yep. This uh, is probably the one that I'm the most convicted by because I've growing up at least, I always considered it like – the great risk of Christian of like your Christian faith. It's well, yeah, I read some the word and I got some counsel, but I just but I still have to decide. Like I have to you have to make a decision at the end of the day. That's yeah. right. And not yep. making a decision, guess what? Is, is a making decision. a decision. <laughs> um so you will listen to someone even if you don't think you are. You will make a decision even if you think you're not. So like we've just said, seek counsel, be in prayer, be patient. Um, but you will have to make the decision. And then lastly, when you do, praise God for your success. Wait, wait, E. What's the E? E, sorry, exalt God. E. Yeah. D-E-C-I-D-E, right? Yep, that's how you spell decide. Okay. Good. <laughs> Thank you for tuning into the movie. <laughs> right, how far did you get the e, spelling exalt. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. That's pretty scarring. Um, <laughs> I misspelled potatoes. <laughs> Nuts. Can we, we talk about exalting God? Class. I still remember it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. P-O-T-A-T-O-S. No! Everyone remembers the word that they missed. It hurts my heart. Anyway, E, exalt God, now that I'm flushed. <laughs> Praise God for your success. He will, um, he's going to give you the strength. And as James 1, 5 promised, he's going to give you the wisdom that you pray for. Trust him. He'll handle the results. He'll take care of it. He'll yeah. provide what you needed and needed most, not just what you wanted or wanted most or coveted most or were greedy and lusty and thirsty for most. He will give you what you need. So we just went through decide. But how do I know that I made the right decision? Is there there any evidence that we can look for to make sure that we, in fact, did make a good decision? Yeah, keep it simple. Keep it simple. The TLDR, 
It'll be consistent with the word, and it glorifies God. Mm. Ooh, ooh, ooh. That's say that. It. Say a couple more sentences, because that's really helpful. Because yeah. I feel like for some of us who may lack confidence in our decisions, we weren't just didn't pop out and birth and just say, like, great, I'm a leader. I'm ready to take action on stuff. We're a little bit squeamish sometimes. And, we, yeah. and we, after we decide, we can have that regret of, like, did I make the right decision or not? So say a couple more things about that because that's helpful. That's, those are big boundaries, but they're really helpful. Yeah, I don't mean to be reductive. I just mean to say your parameter, your rubric for judging whether something was consistent with God's will, the hallmarks of those things are the two parallel railroad tracks we've been given as Christians living in a fallen world. First one, if it's consistent with the Bible, that means that using that as your um, lens, whatever decision you just threw through it is going to pass. It's going to be in alignment with what the word that we've been given that is inerrant um, sort of approves or gives us... Check you say, on. like, yes, I obeyed. Like, I did yeah. that principle. Like, exactly. That was right. Yeah. That was right. Yep. And I again, prayed, like, I, I, I relied on the Holy Spirit. I was in the Word. But then the other thing that he said that was so powerful as far as I felt was that, that, that oh, it go glorifies ahead. God. Yeah, that it's going to glorify the Lord. And yeah. this is where, especially for, and I'm not Gen Z or Zoom or whatever they're calling it now. I'm a, I'm a millennial. But I think a huge um, temptation is to just want step one, like, well, it didn't disagree with the Bible that I bought this bougie Tesla or like whatever. Mm -hmm. Maybe buying a car is is not a great example, but that second element of glorifying God, I think is so stinking necessary, especially to live a life that is externally oriented, especially laying it before the Lord and not wholly internally oriented. Mm -hmm. Because it's a very big difference between making a decision that, you know, I have to do this presentation for work or I need to have this um, kind of conversation with my spouse or now I can do both of those things in a way that technically isn't against the Bible, but I certainly can do it in a way that actually glorifies God. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Doesn't mm-hmm. just not offend the Bible's mm-hmm. Excellent. truth. You know? Yeah. You know your heart. Yeah. Anyway. You want to close this out? Well, okay. Yeah. Let me ask your question. So what's your next step this next week? Um, this week, pray before and assess after. Every one of us is going to make a decision or has decisions we're already thinking about. Pray before and assess after. So if you have a decision you need to make, first pray to God about it um, in the morning or any time during the day. And then after your decision, assess and ask yourself, was God pleased as best I knew how? Mm. That's great. So let us know on our socials or in the comments below how that went and some of the decisions that you're making because uh, we care and we love to hear from you guys. Thank you. Thank you, Bob. Thank you, Dave. And thank you for listening to this episode of the Ben Men podcast. We know that the Christian life can be hard to figure out, but we also believe that everyone should know their next step for making their spiritual life more important to them. Ben Men is a resource ministry dedicated to helping you find that next step. Yeah, so check out our other episodes or even the show notes for this episode on binman.org. We have a lot of resources on the site, and uh, feel free to subscribe to the podcast, follow us on social media, engage with us, send pops very long emails. <laughs> yeah, it's about all the decisions <laughs> you want. Tweet at him. He doesn't have a Twitter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So thanks for joining us. We'll look forward to next time. God bless.